0: You're listening to The Dude Grow Show, coming straight out of Denver, Colorado, bringing you Marijuana Grow knowledge, news, and culture.
1: At the tone, the time will be 4.20. Exactly. Exactly.
0: what's growing on growers cultivators tokers mr reels etc you hanging out yo
2: what's going on dude
0: coming at you today with our midweek show of what's growing on what's growing on in the industry and the grows with people with growers all kinds of good info on today's show uh Basically been uh, hanging out. We got a little bit of uh, grow talk going on with Cannabis Business Expo, as well as me visiting a garden. I visited Alpaca and Uggs garden, hung out a little bit, did some networking. That's always fun to see other people's gardens. One of my favorite activities, actually. Not just to be, like, critiquing them, but, you know, to be able to just see how other people are doing it. There's a million ways. Every garden's different.
2: One of your favorite activities is critiquing other people's gardens. I know.
0: (laughs) I haven't visited Scotty's in a while. I think he's
2: due. Yeah, man. You need to come up with uh, Temp Needs Todd, man, when we re- redo
0: the air cooling system. Okay, okay. That is true. What we got, Recharge It Up today. Come at you with a little bit of questions from you guys about the official product of the show, Recharge. And uh, what's going on in our grows? What we're smoking, and if you don't know what's going on in our grows, I love it. It's where we talk to you about what we're doing in our own marijuana cultivation facilities, yeah, meaning man. my three lighter that is my uh, my contemporary European hotel room, according to <laughs> Scotty. <laughs>
2: nice, all right, what you got, so, man?
0: So, well, let's give a shout out to uh, prime time supporter, man. We'll give a shout out to Spectrum King LED. You guys have heard it on the the show before one of the supporters of the show and uh you know we're one of the supporters of their led lighting so they're not for all applications but if you come at me and tell you know you need a led light to hang up and start replacing some of your your serious h.i.d lighting i'm gonna tell you to check out spectrum king brendan's laying it all out on the line over there if you want to see how he he talks he talks at you he, ta- he keeps it real <laughs> i mean other people than just scotty keep it real so uh nice man. that's why that's why i dig on that
2: Nice. It's funny you say that, man. Some guy on Twitter asked me uh, yesterday, just last night, Are you guys sponsored by Spectrum King? Damn, I hear you talking about them enough. And I wrote back, Yes, we are, man. (laughs) You know, and, uh, you know, in all fairness, man, we need to take on some sponsors. So what we decided to do was to solicit, you know, the people that we believed in, man. You know, we went out there and, and actually found the guys like Spectrum King. Man, I'm hoping I can get some free canna out of this deal. I don't know. Keep your fingers crossed. Grow more. You know, guys that are really making products that we used and we liked and we wanted to promote. We wanted to tell you about. So it's kind of where we're at with that, man. You'll see a bunch. Oh, yeah. in the website is is being retemplated right retemplated right now. And yeah, we're definitely putting some space on, on the uh the right side to, you know, honor and uh work with our supporters and sponsors, man. So yeah, you'll definitely see some banner ads there and whatnot. Still well, like all, said, all the had... good
0: content. A lot of it's just gar- gardening equipment and, and nutrients have been using all along. It's just we got a hold of them and said, hey, guess what? Your lighting's, your lighting's dope, Hortelux. Actually, Hortelux, uh, one of the reps talked to me and said at a trade show that that he's like, how do you know about my Hortelux blue lighting? He's like, I heard about it on the dude's grow show. So it's just keeping it, keeping it real with the stuff we use. If you don't know the official policy, man, you're not going to hear about equipment, nutrients, or things on this show that – You know, we're not at least interested in the sense that we believe it could be a good product or we're trying to get to the bottom of it. So, you know, Scotty's got a little, we got a little debate going about seeing if we want to get to the bottom of some of the advanced nutrient products. And I'm like, I'm on the fence post here, but Scotty's like, what do you like, man? What do you like? Come on, let's at least try and figure it out. The dude is
2: in the bury his head in the sand camp, man. But now I'm going to give the guy a chance, man. I mean, the guy I spoke to there, I talked to their L.A. rep. And he was not an idiot, man. He was a smart dude that had some specific information and said he'd be glad to share it. Dude, come on, that's what this show's all about, and we ain't taking advanced money, man. We're not. We're not sponsored by Advanced.
0: No, and yeah, I'm still gonna, I'm still gonna keep my head halfway in the sand for right now. And it's just sometimes it is hard when you, um, without getting into it, you got to separate. It's kind of, it's not kind of like. But another thing is, you know, if you've been using GH products. And you're like, damn, man, now they're miracle Grow Roundup. Yo, I'm not going to use that shit. Sometimes you got to separate the politics and the money behind really just to the bottom line. Is this bottle a good product? Was it going to work for what I'm trying to do and how does it work? But that's where I'm fearful with the advances stuff is just like Terpinator, man. Come on, tell me what it is. What Dude, love not to know. Yeah, but I called up the Terpinator guys too. And
2: I asked them if they would come on and explain what it was. And, you know, I didn't hear back from them. The advanced people, you know, this is a... Uh, Big Papa Ponics, Jay over at uh, Dank Den, got us in touch with the, the right people over there. He says, hey, man, I use Advanced. I use Overdrive. I use Bud Factor X. And they're good products, man. You should learn about them. And uh, Come on, man. We were completely ignorant about them when people asked us. <laughs> I definitely am. Oh, well,
0: that's, that's because
1: ignorant, man. That's ignorant.
0: Yeah. Like right. Michael but- Jackson invitation, man enough of that no enough of that talk man enough of that talk we'll see what's up <laughs> hey aren't you, we'll you're you going on vacation
2: soon i'm gonna have to sneak an interview behind your back
0: man <laughs> yeah all right we'll see about all that jazz well guys <laughs> let's get into what's growing on play play that play that beautiful music man play that music and we'll be right back with what's growing on with scotty and the dude yeah that oh, song God. makes me want to take a bomb hit
1: i are recharged up and feeling right it's time to answer questions about growing weed without the hive. we've got to plant the seeds today
0: All right, scotty what do you got what do you got growing on these days man what are you talking about
2: man you know i've been been looking around i've be looking and man I, I called up i was actually talking to kyle cushman a couple days ago and he uh told me i go what's up man he goes i'm on my way to the cannabis business expo in uh in uh, chicago i also talked to the uh mark over at hydro giant was telling me he's going he's like oh you should go you know for real growers man I went and went to the website, you know, I was thinking maybe I would hop on a plane and go, dude, this thing looks like an, an insurance or an annuity seminar or something like that, man. It looks like for real business people, man, It don't look like stoners anymore. Like there's a tipping point, man. (laughs) I mean, this looks like it's, it's for straight up hedge fund managers. At least these guys look like that's, that's how I shouldn't say, man, not everybody's in a suit, but God damn it. Don't look like that much fun. (laughs)
0: well they know when you look at this you know how much is this industry it's worth at a whole and people throw out the number i think it was like 160 billion dollars or something you know there's so there's plenty of opportunities for people one
2: trillion (laughs) dollars
0: yes one trillion dollars uh but yeah everybody wants to get a, a chunk of the change and the value will go down but it is a I mean it's it's funny i guess kind of to say it is a new industry cannabis, is, cannabis has been around forever so but regardless i see that man i mean do you think it's a negative thing just to see all the money coming in it's i mean some of it's negative some of it's positive i just think
2: that the the times of buying really good organic weed off somebody that spent 20 30 years of their life growing or you know growing weed uh, you know, and, and risking their ass for it, I think those days are going bye-bye, man. You're going to start, you know, getting, you know, I was making a joke before, you know, the $7.95 Misty Pen, you know, with CBD oil, you know, 5% CBD, 1% THC, you know. Ooh, that's the kind my mom likes. <laughs> you, know, I don't... you know what I mean, man? I just really see it moving towards that we're gonna have a whole bunch of shitty weed what do you do with shitty weed you extract it because you know and uh you know the worst extractions go into pens you know because they don't even have any form or substance to them so you just take that crappy oil that'll never harden up and you put it in a pen and i just see you know guys like craft foods and you know the same guys that make the misty pen you know what i'm saying for tobacco right now whoever it is philip morris or whatever company is doing it R.J. Uh-huh. Reynolds, I see those guys, and first off, these guys are good at making a product that people smoke. What other industry do we make and distribute a product that people smoke? Black market, cannabis, and big tobacco, man. So, it just scares the hell out of me, man. I see right now, kind of like, you know, Main Street people coming in, you know, oh, you know, you hear all these stories. Oh, I used to work for General Motors, you know, I used to be in the, in the corporate offices of, you know, you know some big company. And I decided to cash out my retirement and open up a marijuana, dis- you know, a chain of marijuana dispensaries. I don't know, man. I don't know if I'm right. Really- all
0: right. Well, you know, that's why I will just stop you now because that's why I just say that, dude. We're about growing your own, man. If you can grow your own, you don't even have to think about any of that crap, worry about it, or let it affect you in any uh, negative way. I mean, I'm all for the only positive thing I'm seeing is I do want more people to be able to access cannabis and use it in a lot of different forms. So I see money facilitating that, you know, but,
2: Definitely. Uh, I'm not, I'm sorry. I, I can tell you, 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 yeah, you man, said, he's yeah, starting I'm be- a buzzkill, man. I'm being Come negative, on. man. My point is, man, is that the industry is changing right before our eyes and we're watching, you know, when I see the, the pictures of the people that are listening to the seminar, um, I, I see it changing before my eyes, you know, and it's, uh, it's a little bit of a bummer. I don't see these people that like, uh, Costa Mesa Steve had a really good point that the people that built our industry, um you know the kyle cushman's of the world and 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 the jorge's of the world um these guys deserve to be you know rewarded somehow
0: man but the growers man the underground growers of the world man that's definitely a huge uh yeah and they were kyle Kyle cushman's
2: working his ass off man he's at a trade show this week working his ass off man that guy's a fucking hero to the industry man and then some person from general motors is going to uh, cash out our 401k plan and go buy nine dispensaries and make a fucking quarter million dollars a month. Yeah, something does sit wrong with me with that, man. Right on. Don't,
0: don't buy it. <laughs> don't buy it. Just don't buy it. What else you got growing on, man? Talk some grow. Talk some grow.
2: Yo, man. All right, man. I uh, actually got a chance to interview Dennis from O2 Grow, and I, I got the straight poop on the uh, on the dissolved oxygen generator that he makes, man. And it's really cool. It turns out he's been making them for years for competitive bass fishing boats, you know, these $80,000 bass fishing boats. Um, They all have to, I guess, when you're doing these tournaments, he told me there's a bass tournament with a half a million dollars as a prize, man. And you get penalized (laughs) if your fish ain't alive, man. So he he got these, you know, I guess it replaces the bait wells and the, you know, airs, I guess the oxygenators for live wells and things like that in fishing. And uh, they've been that's where the technology has been proven. That's why it's not they just readapted, they just remarketed it because people started buying it, being like, uh uh yeah, I'm growing fish with it. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> you know, send it to my Colorado address. And uh yeah, man, so they really I could tell, man, he's not a super, you know, he's more of a uh, inventor than a gardener. I'm not sure he's too much of a gardener, but I mean all I need him to do is tell me about how that dissolved, how that oxygen is generated and can't escape and, and is stuck in solution uh, of my water. I know what dissolved oxygen does from there. So pretty goddamn interesting, uh, uh interview, man, R- really enjoyed it, man. Nice people over there. And that hooked yeah. me up with a 2020 to trial, man, full disclosure, man. That's what I got out of this interview was one of their units to trial. And uh, I'm pretty excited about it, man. So uh, stay tuned, man. The first thing I'm going to do is bubble up some water and see if I can clone in it. I want to see if I can brew up enough oxygen in the water to just stick clones in standing water and get them to root. Uh, I this also be interesting. See, yeah, I'm also going to see how long I can keep recharge active, because with enough dissolved oxygen in the water, I might be able to start keeping recharge in my reservoir, and that would be a freaking game changer, man. Totally all right yeah uh- <laughs> you guys I mean, want to hear that i got one more thing that's pretty interesting man dude i started dude i love that nectar for the gods forum man if i was really like like when i retire and actually have time to enjoy gardening for what it should be the real spirit of gardening i would like to run nectar for the gods line because it really does seem like it gets you to understand each each component uh, and they're all organic components. And it really seems like these guys are all talking about the, the why that they do things. It's not like use bud factor X on this week and this and that week. It's like, Hey man, you know, this contains calcium, whatever, man, you know? And one of the things was, Hey, it's a calcium rich line. Um, do I have to pH my water? You know, and this is an organic line and I'm thinking, you know, so I chimed in, I don't even use nectar for the gut, So what a freaking cook I am for chiming in but I was like hey man I know when when we do large beds like we'll do large uh, organic beds in you know in Florida for vegetable production commercial pepper producers do it commercial tomato producers will do it and uh they don't uh pH the water what they do is they test their water they find the pH of it then they test the soil and then they make amendments they they amend the soil so that when the water makes contact with the soil it ends up being adjusted within the soil they'll use things like you know gypsum you know calcium car know, calcium carbonate uh, potassium carbonate um, they'll use things like lime and you know that that's how they control the pH they'll add you know a little bit of lime to the soil or a little bit of, of, of gypsum to the soil and uh, in their mix and like when when we get mixes made for us commercially um, you were definitely able to adjust that mix, you know, for the pH. So, just just was something to consider, man. Is that you can pHing your water definitely works. I mean, it's a good way to do, you know, small, uh, you know, containers or whatever. But man, these guys when they do scale it up, what the commercial way to do it is to pH your soil, your media. So, just just wanted to bring that up, man. So, I was having an interesting conversation with those guys over there and. Uh much respect man. They got a lot of smart guys over there.
0: Yeah, if you want to hear uh that interview, it'll be on this uh upcoming Monday's Grow Talk show, so Oh yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. O- O2 Grow. Uh, Dennis with O2 Grow. Was it o2grow.com? He told me Monday they're going to have a bunch of new uh trials up as well, so over at the website. And that's what's kind of cool about the new template that we're doing over at dude grows.com is I'm going to throw up a uh a, a banner ad form or a banner so that if you want to learn about that thing, just go on over there. You'll see a banner for it and click on it and any of our sponsors, man. You I know, want you tra- to
0: fill me back in on your testing and tell me how how it is applicable to my gardening life. I'm not saying it's not, but I'm interested to, to hear your, your test results and what's going on. Yeah, I mean i think it's first off i think it'd be really applicable
2: and not everything dude man not everything's about you man all right we got the dgc to to concern ourselves <laughs> with how many how many of the dgc are running bubble cloners or you know those multi-site you know water cloners with the you know little, little sprayers on them yeah and i wonder if this could oxygenate that water you know i wonder how well it could oxygenate that water or i wonder If these things work, can you simply take a five gallon bucket, put a piece of styrofoam on top and poke some clones through it and, you know, put this oxygenator, you know, this oxygen generator in there and make yourself a cloner with huge dangling roots, man, you know, deep water culture guys, dude, they have to have clones that come out with, you know, six, eight, 12 inch roots, you know, sets so that they can, you know, get them right into the water,
0: man. You know, it's advantageous you don't have to but it is advantageous. Oh, it sucks
2: man nothing sucks worse than sitting there
0: uh, hand watering trying to push <laughs> your roots now. yeah hand
2: watering your freaking clones trying to get the roots to go down into the water you'll waste two three weeks of your life that way when if you run a, the, the right bubble cloner you're pulling your uh, your clones out that are 10 inch plants eight inch plants and uh have 12
0: and 18 inch roots and go right into the water that's how dwc runs seamless got uh, seamless seamless i don't yeah. know anything about seamless until then your ph meter starts to read wrong and then you don't realize it for a little bit and then all of a sudden now i'm just a lot yeah
2: of... <laughs> yeah
0: you know man i saw a cool ph meter i'll
2: whore out a, a little bit more man um i saw a cool hannah ph meter man i was thinking about uh trying one of those it had ph parts per million and dissolved oxygen and it looked like a fucking ipad man <laughs> it was pretty cool big flat screen it just looked like something you know these meters most of them look the same since the 1980s this looked like something that came out and designed in 2015 man it's pretty cool man
0: it sounds real fancy
2: it was fancy i was even afraid to ask how expensive it was i think you joked like 250 bucks and i bet it's more like 450 bucks because it's got that dissolved oxygen you know probe on it but the, yeah. next meter, the next meter I get is going to have a straight up soil probe because just like we're talking about pH, dude, I want to be able to freaking stick my pH probe right in the soil and read the pH of the soil. Same with parts per million, man. You know, I don't know. I got to see what they what they have available. But
0: Blue yeah. Lab has a good one. They just came out with a good uh, soil one available for pH or parts per million. Oh, pH? Were you saying parts per million?
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, pH is what I'd really like to know. Yeah, it'd be neat if they had one for both. Word. How accurate,
0: be. What else you got growing on? Is that it? Is that all you got? Oh, man. I don't even know, man.
2: What the hell am I? Uh, what, what are you leading me to, man? What, what <laughs> <that>? <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> I
0: got, uh, I'll take it away with hanging out, man. This week was uh, good. Got to hang out with Alpaca and Ugg and go visit another grow. So, I mean, I always like visiting other grows. Uh, just to see, you know, multiple ways that are people growing uh, alpaca nugs using the captain's method, straight up rock wool uh, cubes and with a mesh bottom pot or it can just be nursery uh, nursery uh, holes like a regular nursery pot and then topped with hydra, a little bit of hydrogen, like, you know, maybe uh, not even an inch, just enough to block the light. From, and it also makes actually watering in on the hydrogen a nice way to disperse the water smoothly and easily. But then he just sets them right on top of, uh, literally, the containers right on top of the res, um, and he has reinforced the res lids, and he's got just a couple holes drilled on the top of that res. So the return water is, you know, super simple. He waters in for the hose from the res, and the return just, you know, goes right down and trickles back into the res from those holes. So yep. Um, it Ultra gave him the... uh Ultra ultra clean award man. It was like this was like instead of a European hotel room, it was like you know spaceship clean. (laughs) So that was definitely cool to see. He's growing the mammoth, the mammoth from the bank genetics, and man that plant.
2: Can I ask you something real quick? I'm so sorry to interrupt you before you get off the the topic, man. Um, did were the roots growing into the reservoir?
0: No, no, they're just in their own container.
2: Man, I wonder if you could do that, man, where you could let the roots grow into the reservoir. And it would be like kind of like an octopot style.
0: You know, yeah, it would be got- like a giant octopod, basically. Yeah, I wonder.
2: <laughs> it might be too much air. Because I
0: think it was like- about a forty gal res.
2: Oh wow. That's big. I ain't that big, but yeah. And I got my thinking cap on now. It's big for one plant, bro.
0: Yeah, it could it could be an idea. It could be an idea to take it further. I mean, these plants are just the the mammoth trunks were ridiculous. It was super thick, like at least, I don't know, two, three inches in diameter it seemed. And then uh yeah, they're getting close though. He's running out of vertical room with a thousand. So we worked on getting the Thowie raised up. Like, where you know, when you're trying to gain like a little bit of ceiling height, you're like, you know, even uh, just reinventing, like they even came down, they fabricated a couple hooks for the HID hood for the reflector that weren't as long. I've seen people even just attach like the reflector to the the ceiling without even using any hooks to gain another t- couple inches when you're battling a stretch or a plant, you know, cause he's 11 days in the flower. So he's got uh, plenty and the plants are too close already. So he's going to have a tough uh, job ahead of him Training, uh, training some plants, as you know, it's not that, you know, training when I mean, you're trying to wrap it through the screen, right? And you're trying to keep it going laterally, not straight vertical and all that using low stress or high stress training, whichever you prefer. But the mammoth has those real thick hollow stalks, kind of like the glass slipper. Right. and training it you're like breaking it off it's it handles it you just got to be ready for it you know so um cool setup though two rooms you know constant air exchange this super super easy way no co2 enrichment and the only thing i found though with, with what you see with constant air exchange is the lack of ability to be able to control the environment the way i would like to so because was pretty cold i would say it wasn't you know it was getting man i think the bedroom was like 68 or 69 and then uh-huh. the flower room is maybe a few degrees above. And I was like, yeah, you know, they need, they need, the flower room's probably okay. But the bedroom, man, I like, you know, stuff chugging along if, if, unless I'm trying to slow it down at a 75 to 80 at least. Yep. So, uh, but really, uh, really nice garden and just, yeah, hung out. Picked up actually a seed, man. I did not know that uh, there are seeds from uh, basically the, the, man, I wish I had it in front of me. Um specifically for extracting you know and you know getting in the sense on the next break i should run i should run and grab it let's uh because i yeah man
2: well like you're talking like something that's a strain that's made for oil production
0: that that's bred for oil production yeah the whole the whole breeding the whole company is making seeds or this whole producer that are you know strains that they're trying just to get to people that are doing extraction so Ah,
2: remember i was saying man you're gonna see him in in the misty pens for six dollars and 99 cents man that's what i'm talking about man it's all going to extraction you
0: know yeah that's where i think you're gonna see a bunch of different you know interesting methods i mentioned before where you see a garden the guy's got you know 20 spectrum kings hanging up because he's getting what he wants out of the flowers he's not worried about producing the most weight you know gram per watt's not his main worry. it's getting you know the essential oil production and the right profile and the flowers etc and just yeah kicking it so yeah think about it man they'll come up with a safe extractor
2: some kind of co2 extractor something like the fucking soda stream (laughs) you know what i mean where yeah you know just like the magic butter is what is the magical butter know what that thing's called yeah man they They definitely
0: invested heavy in that thing they had they had a little bit of a circus at the cannabis cup i don't know if you saw their setup but yeah I'm going to the call them
2: and tell them to sponsor our ass, man. Come on, come on the show, man. I'm sure I'm, sh- I'm sure the DGC would like to check out a magic butter.
0: See if they give us I'd one tr- for free. I'd um, give it a try for sure.
2: Fucking A, man.
0: Throw everything in there. You just walk away, man. You don't even have to you don't you just throw your leaves. You don't even have to really trim them that well and you smash it all. No, I'm just joking.
2: Yeah, and just so mm-hmm. y'all know what's going on with our whole monetization strategy and I know we have been called a sellout lately by somebody who I really like actually. So no no hard feelings, brother. But um Man, we're going to try to hang out and uh, if we find something cool, you know, like the O2 Grow or the the Magical Butter Machine, you know, we're going to try to bring them to you, man. We're going to call these guys up, tell them to come on and talk about it and give one away to the DGC. (laughs) Hook us up with one to try, man. And if it sucks, I don't know, you probably won't won't hear us go on and tell you, oh, this thing sucks, man. It's the worst. These jerks gave us one for free. But if it's really good, you'll hear about it, man.
0: For sure, for sure. That's what we're going to yeah. be able to get, actually, here um, by next I, I, month. A little promo out with CanFans. So we're going to get some uh, CanFan equipment to a listener, yeah. too. Great guy, man.
2: Gr- great people over there that believe in what's going on. Hands are kind of tied. I'm not saying they're officially doing anything. All I'm saying is CanFans show some love, show some love to the, to, to the DGC, and uh, we're all running CanFans, man. And I'm glad to explain their value, why, they're, why they – I. Why I've bought them for years, and why I have brand loyalty loyalty towards them man so.
0: hey, isn't this where I'm supposed to be talking about what's going on, man? come yeah, on
2: I'm just trying to trying to explain man Simmer I've been down. Re- redoing the website and putting banner ads up and you know calling
0: myself a sellout, man, so you know me talking to the crew, brothers right on well, we'll one more uh, thing about what is growing on uh, the Friday, guys, man, hook it up. Uh, we are going to have a good guest on Ross Rabliati, uh the first Olympic gold snowboarder in Nagano. That they tried to take his gold away because he tested positive for cannabis. So we got a great he interview said coming no, at you. No, no, no. So uh, that should be uh, not should be will be very interesting. And uh, what else is what else is going on, man? I think that's about it. Before I want to get into some recharge it up and uh, talk a little bit more grow. We've been we haven't been talking enough grow yet this show, but it is. It is about a lot of different things. Yeah, man. It's all right, I'm a, man. I'm gonna get into uh, I'm gonna get into a little bit of smoking here, so I'm ready for talking about what we're smoking as well. But guys, we'll be right back. Enjoy a little recharge. It up and uh, see you in just a sec. Alright. That bud, look what shit looks good. Shit's danker than a motherfucker.
1: That shit look good. I mean, how's the smell? How's it taste? Is it grown right?
0: It's grown straight up
2: with Recharge, homie. Sheesh. Look,
1: listen. Grower, tell your crew I'm looking for one of them bad-ass purple buds. No doubt. The Recharge buds. But if it ain't all that you know if it ain't up to what the dude is Scotty real is growing Oh yeah. already know what to do if you got little buds tell your boy recharge it up if you got
2: root rot tell them boys recharge it up if you got yellow leaves then tell your boy recharge it up if you want to grow them big fat buds then all you do recharge it up
1: if you want Shit,
0: then tell them boys, recharge. recharge it up. All right, let me narrate here. Let me narrate for you, Mr. Real, and give you the questions uh, about a recharge. If you guys haven't heard of it, check it out over at realgrowers.com or just listen to what we're about to talk about. It's a great power packed biological inoculant. That's what I'll give it. Um, so, and some of these questions, guys, like I've said, you might have already heard, some of you not, but they're straight up coming in, so I'm going to answer them so we can make sure people are clear. Hey, Scott, I just picked up some recharge and had a couple questions. I've been using it for a minute now, only a minute, he says, and was wondering. Um, hey, it's stronger plants than 48 hours, man. I don't know about a minute, yo. <laughs> He's using uh, NFT NFTGZs. Um, or G- GSs? I got <laughs> NFT. <laughs> is your nutrient film technique? What's the oh, GS?
2: Come on, man! Come on! You better give some love to Nectar for the Gods crew, man.
0: Oh man, you. you'll
2: never, you'll <laughs> never be allowed to, go, allowed to go to Oregon
0: again, man. I thought it was ne- Okay, Nectar for the Gods, and I'm calling it nutrient film technique. All right. Anyway, fair enough. Fair enough. He says, "Can he add it to the mix if he's using the mix immediately? Also, can I use it through the flush without affecting taste? Any benefit?" from foyer feeding so handle uh, there's another couple of questions let's handle those can he add it to the mix if he's using it immediately absolutely i man. mean yeah Abso-
2: absolutely it's it, totally compatible with all those nutrients man um i was having i was talking to the advanced rep this morning and he was like i think uh, somebody started the conversation by saying is it compatible with bud factor x and i was like i don't know what bud factor x is but yes it is compatible if bud factor x is compatible with fertile soil it is compatible. What recharge does is it introduces life into your soil, um, and it replicates a, a real fertile soil. When you find you know this great planting, you know this great soil out in the Midwest, this undisturbed virgin soil. Um, it's loaded with beneficials, and those beneficials are, are nutrient-giving. What they do, they actually solubilize minerals and they solubilize nutrients, and then they actually, they're mobile. These things are like little little bugs, for lack of a better word. So they're able to eat nutrient. They go on these, these hunting-gathering missions to go scavenge your nutrients, and then they go back to their home base, which is the root zone, the rhizosphere. The rhizosphere is that little area, one twentieth of an inch uh, yeah, next to the roots, right next to the roots, man. So these guys are attracted back there because the plant signal and the plant actually makes this exudate the sweat or this, this carbohydrate signal spends like some plants spend almost 50% of their energy making this root signal, this root sweat to attract these, these microbes, man. So that's what recharge is. that's, That's what it's all about. And that's why you can use it with absolutely anything. If you use it with salt based nutrients, really salty nutrients, um, it will eat those salts the salts also because they're real sticky it'll stick to the bacteria and then again the bacteria migrate to the to the root zone um if you're using it with organics well it's the same thing man they find food sources they're looking for organic food sources to decompose um so yeah it works the same way the only thing with organics that they tend to colonize more aggressively because with organics you're not putting so much quantity of fertilizer you're not just dumping a, a ton of chemical salts for a chemical reaction you're actually letting the the nutrients be created in the soil so it's it's a i don't know if i i'm saying that exactly correctly but point is is that the mic the bacteria and the fungi play a much more active role uh, when you're growing organically and you just can't grow without bacteria and fungi all
0: right what about flushing with it man i don't flush with it i mean i don't know why you you'd know, want I- to necessarily flush with it
2: you know, the only reason you might flush with it is to, uh, that the, the molasses, you know, we were talking, Jake was actually teaching us real recently the chemistry behind the molasses flush, and the, the chemistry behind it is the molasses binds to the salt, the sugar binds to the salt, and then you can flush that out. Um, it does have a ton of molasses in it, which would make it uh, decent to flush with. Um,
0: yeah, but what about the kelp in it? What about, you know? Yep, I, yep. I, I don't flush with it, man.
2: I don't. So, you know, uh, OG Dirtbag swears that he uses it the last day. Don't forget, there's still, this is like religion here, man. You know what I'm saying? The way people, I, fin- I'm just fin- trying finish to. Their, uh, I don't flush with it. No, I don't use it after week five. Uh, OG Dirtbag loves to use it like the last watering before he harvests. He swears it adds some kind of flavor, man.
0: I just want to make sure because there's some, you know, I've been there around the the block where there's the nutrient company, nutrient rep saying, Oh yeah, you could use it then. Yeah. You could use it. You could use it then. Oh, definitely. No problem for flush, but I, it's like, okay, great. What, what's it doing for me? Do I need to, I mean, so there's like prime times to use products, products throughout, but uh, yeah, we have a little bit of conversation on this that you guys haven't heard coming up with dropping science with Jacob on Monday's show. So uh you, and also
2: you, when i reached out to kyle cushman uh, this week it was to ask him if he would come on and talk a little bit about flushing and curing and help us really understand the chemistry and the science behind what's going on there man
0: cool. pretty pretty excited about that too man all right well let me ask you any benefit of foliar feeding at your recharge sir
2: definitely definitely um first off recharge is loaded with kelp and huge benefits to foliar feeding kelp. Kelp has these plant grimo- growth promoting substances, you know, uh natural uh growth promoting like um natural PGRs, we'll say. Uh kelp's the fastest growing plant in the world, man. It grows like insane, man, the growth rate on it. And it drinks seawater, you know? So, it's got like a fucked up pituitary gland, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's it's, it's <laughs> It's it's making too many hormone or it's making a lot of hormones and it's got that growth on the on the hormonal level, man. So, um, yeah, we want to tap into that, man, and we can, you know, by foliating a little bit of kelp, man. You're getting huge benefits and I'll Quote my boy, Doctor T L Sen over at uh, Clemson University, who's probably been dead for 50 years now, man. But uh, seaweed and plant growth is the book, and I mean they do, you know real university tests back in the day, uh, by just applying kelp to field crops, man. And they're getting 20%, 30% yield increases, man, with just a once a week foliar spray of kelp. So just the components of kelp are going to help you, um, by putting a bunch of beneficial bacteria on the leaf surface. Um, they eat spores. So if you had some kind of, uh, uh, uh powdery mildew, i shouldn't say it's not that they eat them i'm sorry they out compete the resources well what about the, the molasses milk,
0: the molasses in there man i'm worried about it being um i mean when you mix up recharge it's not like too like murky we'll say like a fish it definitely is a darker solution
2: but i, I mix it right in with my fish man i put recharge and fish and transport i used to use easy wet before that sometimes i still will use easy how wet. much
0: recharge are you using on a, a full
2: you know just a little pinch between my cheek and gum man no i i use a uh, No, i know you're serious but go ahead <laughs> i use a teaspoon man i put a teaspoon in that big gallon fogger and uh put a little bit of transport in there i'll put actually a tablespoon of fish in there i load up the fish and don't forget i don't do this after week five of flowering i usually right. even leave out the fish you know mid-flowering oh biocozyme i started putting in there too as per our last conversation with jake that is
0: one sophisticated Foyer spray regimen. I like it.
2: Oh come on, man! There ain't nothing sophisticated about it, man. I'm just you know maybe adventurous. I'll say, man, but I don't think there's too much sophisticated that I do, man. You know, Scotty, real sophisticated don't get along too well, man.
0: All right, all right. So uh, lastly, with his questions, he says, "And using it every feed is that overkill?" Because he's um, it's two part question. Using every feed is it overkill? I'll answer this one. You know, like you could do the once a week treat. Or uh, I like to use it every feed, and I like to use it every feed. Uh, I use a little bit of a a lighter rate. I just put about a teaspoon in my two gallon container. Yep. But I'm I'm always rate, man. Always putting it in there. If you want to use, dare
2: you? I dare you, DGC, to use a little bit with every feed, and you tell me that you don't have you know leaves. I said leaves the size of your face, and then DGC (laughs) came back at me with leaves the size of a football, man. Because for real, man, with like my Candyland and some of these strains, I'm getting leaves the size of a freaking football, man. I mean, deep, dark green, crazy growth rate. And it's because they're just getting a little bit of everything they need. This recharge is a buffer. Those nutrients go in. They eat they go to the root zone, you know, bacteria doesn't live forever. They die right there in the rhizosphere, man. They're just, just sitting there with that nutrient, just waiting, to, waiting in line to get, to get pulled in, man, to get chelated in. And you got things like the humic and fulvic acids, man, or these organic chelators. Even uh, 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 kelp is, a, is an organic chelator. And all chelator, chelator is like a, a Greek for claw, and it just means they're gonna claw their way in, man. Those big, you know, molecules can't just hop right on into the, into the
0: root. All right, all so right. Humic acid claws them in, man. Dude's starting to do the. and uh, we need like we're playing chess. Like the little, I don't know, hit the thing when you're done. I'm gonna keep you on the. Uh, not that this isn't great the information. I hit the pen
2: like five times. I'm hitting the pen right. Okay, now, let man, me so. give you one more keep question me on my and, toes, and see. Brother.
0: See if you can answer this question in a nutshell. Okay, because I, I just sometimes I feel that, I forget, not every listener is catching every episode, but in a nutshell, we have been talking about this a little a little heavy lately, but it is important. And using it at every feed, he's worried about it raising his pH. I've noticed I had another grower say just when they do their plain waterings with recharge into their soil mix, which they call money mix, um, it raises it up to, uh, I think he has a starting point of about 7, 2, maybe 7, but it takes it up to about 8.6 or something, I believe he said, and he was like, should I pH that down before I water it in? So that same question here, break it down Uh, and tell me what's up.
2: Yeah. So I've been thinking a lot about this lately because, yeah, my pH is really high. And I I dump a shitload of recharge in there. You know, I really barely even measure it. I use a five pounder. It's got this big 30 gram scoop. So I'm literally sometimes putting, you know, a, a tablespoon per gallon in and it's raising my pH high as hell, man like i said i threw out you know i still have a ph pen that's how i know it but i never use it man you know i have like an old blue lab that i have to bang on the wall to get to work but you know i never use it because it just doesn't affect the
0: quality of my growth (laughs) it's funny you say i you have my my old blue lab i have to bang on the wall to work because i just and people are probably gonna like say i'm wasting shit but um uh, yeah, I just I just bought a new Blue Lab. I mean, uh, for under $100. I my old one was working okay, but I just threw it out. I should have kept it as a backup. One pen fresh a year, man, for what I'm doing um is worth it to me. But I'm yeah. I still have never uh, been able to fathom the no pHing. But go ahead. <laughs> and and
2: you're right along with a lot of good growers, man. And that's why I'm not going to going to go against anybody. But wait, you know, Retards has a ton of microbes in it. And when microbes, uh, what they do, their job is they're continuously decomposing organic matter. And one of the things that is released is, is a hydrogen molecule or an, an ion, I guess, is what it's really called. And as those are released, the soil becomes more acidic. And therefore, when you're using microbes, man, your pH, you want it to start out high because the microbes are going to lower your pH
0: as they process the organic matter into the soil. Okay, I don't think we've heard this before. Why does it? What, so what? The microbes, as they're working, lower your pH.
2: Yeah, definitely. They're they're breaking off a hydrogen ion, and in turn, it's lowering the pH. Man, so that that's why the, my formulator was smart enough to to start it out where it's at at that pH. So as it works in the soil, it ends up pretty much being where it needs to be, you know, pretty close to the neutral range. All right. I like that. Yep. So uh, anyway, man, so that's, uh, the microbes really do, uh, lower the, the pH or bring, or bring the soil into balance actually. And kind of, it's deceptive to pH your water and say, Hey man, this, you know, with microbes anyway, and say, Hey, look, I'm, you know, this is nine or 10 right now. I'm really concerned. I'm going to add a little bit of acid to the water to, to lower it. You know, I would say that you're better off just dumping that, you know, watering that, that nutrient solution in at a, at a higher pH, or if it really bothers you, um, you can pH the water. I'm not like morally opposed to it. I just don't do it and have had spectacular results. And I mean, I'm telling you, it's in my opinion, uh, I have great results. I use salt based nutrients. I use canna A and B. Maybe there is something to that. But no, I just used Dynagrow, Foliage Pro, and had a great harvest
0: and did not pH, man. All right. Well, then next up, uh, we got a Rhode Island grower, avid supporter of the show. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, right. uh, Said he wanted to ask, he's using orca. And Fox Farm microbes, I don't know which product from Fox Farm, Orca is from right. Plant thanks Success. For
2: thanks for supporting us by buying Recharge, man. Come on, man. He says Across, he's man. in veg, and
0: <laughs> should, I add, <clears throat> should I add molasses to my veg to feed the microbes? Yeah, uh, man, if you're morally opposed to buying some Recharge, sure, man. Buy three products and, uh, <laughs> and mix them up,
2: man. Spend, I don't know. I mean, yeah, man. Uh i would orca cool stuff you know i have i don't know yeah definitely you, you use that uh, you molasses said it is man a, it's a, i molasses know it's a good microbe food man so it's anytime it,
0: you're trying to feed microbes use molasses man yes and if you'd a, like to
2: support the show man buy some recharge homie
0: yeah and that is why i mainly run with it dude it's got i don't have a separate mycorrhizal product if you will or a separate you know like general hydroponics has subculture b and m for bacteria and mycorrhizae i like it all in one shot with everything i need so
2: look man the proof is is in the work man the proof is is in the end result okay and you can sit there and go on forums and argue all you want trichoderma and mycorrhizae don't get along man Look here's peer-reviewed research that says it. You know, I mean, a I don't think you'll find any or any applicable. Um, but you know, I mean, the proof is in is in the work, man. We dumping this. You know, we've been pulling, re- putting recharge on plants for years now, man. You know, under under one name or another, whether it's just in a gold foil bag, and dude, I mean, people are hooked on it. I can't grow without it. I'm a shitty grower without it,
0: man. It's my, che- <laughs> it's
2: my cheat factor, man. It's how I can be so goddamn lazy and still be pulling the weight that I pull,
0: man. All right, all right. Well, all that, right. that was your little recharge it up segment, guys. Uh, we're going to be right back with what was smoking and uh, what's going on in our grows, man, before we put it in the bag. So let's take a break here. You got any requests, man, a little mendo or what? Well, light up the jungle, homeboy. Come on, dude's, dude's got to light up the jungle.
2: You know, I uh, I, I talked to Eli Braden yesterday. Said we need some new, some new, uh, new songs, man. All right, got any, I, got any ideas? Send us some ideas, DGC. We'd love to
0: hear them, man. I got. An, let's make a parody of Cypress's Hill hit, hits from the bong or something. You know. How do you, I'm, that's just, you I'm just joking dude man. We're gonna make a parody of a badass <laughs> song All about weed <laughs> Fuck that man I know I know that's my comedy Alright guys we'll be right back Dudegrows.com all right.
1: Dude's sliding up the jungle Yeah, we grow the strains. Oh, she's a temperamental girl. We charge we always feed. We can grow anything you want. Just give us eight weeks in the jungle. To it up the jungle. I wanna smoke a sleeve. But grow wide and frosty. It makes me wanna pull down and smoke down. Chop it down in the jungle, I'm the stuff jungle. We're gonna bring the d d d take d d d in the jungle, I'm the stuff jungle. We're gonna get you high, whoa. Oh.
0: Oh, man. You've been talking a lot, so I'm going to tell you, I've been smoking. I'm going to actually take a little. I always like to try and take a little hit right before I'm going to get into uh, my scissor hash, man. Sophisticated scissor hash. I need some of the most uh, you know, sophisticated equipment to extract this scissor hash. So it's called a pair of scissors, and what you do is you do some trimming, and then you scrape the scissors off with a razor blade, and I don't know, tell them something, Scotty, while well, I take a hit.
2: Wait, I don't get it, man. I don't get it. No, you know what, man? That's what I'm saying. Like, okay, so the magic butter machine is a machine where you put a stick of (laughs) butter in and it freaking your, you know, beautiful can of butter, perfectly made can of butter comes out, man. I mean, when are they going to have a little extractor? You know, like I said, something the size of the soda stream that uses CO2 to extract a couple grams out of of (laughs) an ounce or something. Countertop extractor at home. Yeah, I mean, I, I see it i see it coming all right you know, so- hey, dude. there's people that have these people that have two thousand dollar espresso machines man and think about that that's a pressurized system that is extracting the the essential elements out of the coffee so i mean dude i'm telling you it's coming all right i'll get one for my own yeah day, as a like matter of fact zap that me two years in the future man i want to order one of those off the uh, you know the sky mall catalog as you're as you're flying you know, commercial <laughs> commercial essential oil extractor
0: well the uh <laughs> pineapple express is uh so far from the scissor i haven't smoked the flower because that's you know in the process of being dried and cured and with the weather the way it's been in colorado it's thrown me for a little bit of a loop it's definitely been taking longer it's been colder here it's been wet forever but uh man it is definitely it's got good flavor one reason i really like scissor hash is Usually has some real good flavors, real stony, uh, for sure, and uh, just uh, euphoria Matt stone, dog. man, euphoria stone. I really dig it. And also, be careful. Some scissor hash tips. If You dab, you know, dab a little into your bowl there, uh, and smoke that on its own, or you can top some bud with it. But I just think you should smoke some on your own. If you're done with it, make sure it's out. That shit likes just to keep burning through. Like that'll just keep on going for you. And when you're taking a hit. Be careful because it usually hits pretty smooth, but then you cough quite a bit, quite a bit. Uh, I think the only more natural way to get some good hash is like when they just run through the fields naked and then you scrape it off people's body or something. Through ah, the- Nah, there was
2: this old, uh, you know, like the old Indian guy uh, that in back of high times in the 90s, then they showed this technique, man, where he would go up and he would just, dude, he would molest the plant, man. He would just take this bud and he would rub it back and forth between his hands, man. And then it was just all over his hands was just this black goo, you know? And then they would just rub it out into these, like, temple balls, man. Was, <laughs> nice. Yeah, man. I don't know what kind of hash. I remember I used to, every time I had weed on my hands back when I first started things up, I'd be like, hey, look at this. Look, at I'd rub my hands together till like, the skin fell off. And I'd be like, it's a hash.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that is, <laughs> is that how you'd say it, too?
2: Oh, yeah, exactly, man. I'd go, look,
0: it's hash. And I was, my, buddy, my
2: buddies were like, no, it's your fucking skin cells, man, and some
0: dirt. <laughs> the best sash I've seen and probably tasted in memory was in uh, Lagos, Portugal. You know, you go you go find the guy at the park. He's got the, <laughs> he's like, what do you want? You know, how much you want? You, know, you don't tell him, you know, a weight amount. You tell him how much money you have. And he'll, he gets out, literally, it was like a half brick size, a beautiful blonde, just, oh, and took out his knife, you know, cut, cuts a chunk off. Fresh off the block, hands it over, and you give... I mean, it's so good. So many good hashes in Europe, yeah. man. What what happened to that in America, man? We seem to have totally missed the whole hash
2: scene. Like, hash is really cool, man. There's that hard hash that looks like a stick of gum, and you can break off little, you know, squares the size of a head of acid. <laughs> Each one of those is like a little bowl. Um, that's cool. You know, I think that's the Moroccan hash. Then there's that kind of Nepalese kind of real gooey and chewy kind of hash man yeah you know, looks like uh i don't know what it looks like man <laughs> but but um man you don't see that in any of the dispensaries here you've got a bunch of different shatter and and extracts but you don't see any like handmade hash it's kind of weird isn't it
0: yeah definitely a little there's weird like no but market it's, for it's it, where man. there's hash out there i think it comes with also you know we're uh you know, we want everything like so you, why you could have a little tasty little bit of tasty good hash that's not super strong or you could take a dab at 89.9% THC man and get it going. Like Yeah, def- and, and
2: hash leaves a residue, so it's not da- really dabable, you know.
0: Yeah. Uh it's not white ash. <laughs> but anyway, that uh, that's what I'm smoking and the pineapple express, I'm, I'm getting excited for it to be to be ready. The plant yielded well. I don't know I have a final final weight yet and uh it was just one plant I took down that was under a thousand, and I'm, that's gone. I didn't keep a cut because I ran into some bug issues, but regardless, that's what keeps growing fun. I got more genetics on the way. Nice. What are you smoking?:
2: okay. Man, you know, I'm actually smoking uh, my second pheno of candyland that came out. I don't know if I've reviewed this one yet. But it's different, man. This is actually the purple pheno, and you know I got I started with uh, about half a dozen seeds. I had two females out of that and uh yeah they're quite different man the first Candyland fino has like a like these white buds like even like the calyxes have white in them and they stay white almost till the end man you really gotta to take a look with your uh scope to to scope the trichomes to see when it's ready but this one i swear to god 45 47 days that the trikes are turning milky um for, for the first really? you know man yeah it's amazing man i mean it's hard to keep up with them every time i go in there you know you know i'm a slack ass man you know i let a week slip by like nothing well, every time i go down there there's another fucking plant that's about ready to go <laughs> you know interesting pretty,
0: pretty, that is so quick man i've never i've never harvested a plant that was uh yeah 60 at the quickest i'm not yeah, saying I, mean, I
2: i only cycle uh i'm cycling six you know and it's uh dude seriously like every week 10 days man it's great for you know if you just wanted to grow they don't grow that big but i mean if you want to grow yourself a quarter pound a week and just be like snoop dog fuck yeah man
0: come on you don't have any how, what's the smoke like man what's the history behind the name
2: okay well i'm gonna review i've already uh reviewed the first Candyland, man so this one came out and that one had the white you know it was really white this one came out definitely purple and i've talked to guys like Costa mesa steve who have told me that there's a bunch of different phenos of Candyland, and you really have to hunt the right one. He's super proud of one that he has, um, and it's purple. A lot of these Candylands will turn purple, man. So, uh, di- slightly different flavor, man. A little, yeah, a little bit, um got a little bit fruitier, you know, but they both have a, a, a nice fruity flavor to them and a super sativa high. You know, to get a, a mostly sativa, Candyland's a 75% sativa and it flowers up in 45, 47 days. I mean, come on, man. That's fucking awesome. And it's got this awesome daytime sativa high, too. So I love
0: it. All right. I like that as well. I'm definitely getting a good... Uh, I don't have any complaints with the scissor hash high from uh, Pineapple Express. Yeah, feeling feeling euphorically I, good. I do.
2: It, it It's not fucking up your speech patterns, man. I like it, I like it when you can't talk, man. That's I like yeah, I don't.
0: <laughs> we'll see if we can get there, man. <laughs> All right let's go into uh, let's go into uh, what's going on in our grows and before we go into the grow room Scotty I'll give a shout out to uh, I'm gonna give a shout out to titanish optic Foliar, another supporter of the show another product I use Scotty uses uh, good get them out of the members of the DGC as far as even if nothing else their their transport product can be used in combination of many other products you probably already use if you're spraying your plants so if you're not spraying your plants, I mean, you got to be spraying them for uh, even. I mean, I understand some people don't follow your feed; they just don't have the time, don't do it, whatever. But you have to be spraying at least for your, your your bugs and making sure they're staying at bay or away entirely. So, yeah, it's really important for an
2: IPM man. You know, it's and type. some people say
0: it's too much work, man. Well, that's why the freaking transport takes half the work out of it. You can leave the lights on. You only spray the tops of the leaves. You can lower the rate of whatever product you're spraying on with transport, usually by about half for the first spray, make sure everything's all good. And yeah, yeah but come on, how much
2: work is it, man? I mean, to fucking put a one-gallon, get a one-gallon pump-up sprayer, throw a gallon of water in there. You can even take your res water if you want to be fucking lazy. Take like half reservoir water, you know, if you're running 800 parts per million, and then put just half plain water in there and you got your NP and K, you know, you can even do that. You know, put some transport in there. I, mean, I don't know. I really don't recommend that, man. You know what, man, so you fucking fill up a gallon of plain water. You put whatever components you want in there with a little transport or a little easy wet is also a really good wetting agent. And uh man, you spray. I mean, come on, what's it take? Five minutes? It
0: depends on the size of the garden and, and whatnot, but yeah. Yeah, that. I know what you're saying, but
2: it don't take that long, man. And the bigger the garden, the bigger the responsibility, the bigger the upside you got,
0: man. All so, right. I'll Handle take,
2: your business, man. Get yourself well, a folio program.
0: <laughs> What's going on in the grows? I just got uh, a few things going on in my grow. I had a uh, key <laughs> to my, my locked grow room doors break off in the lock. Not that interesting, but it was a stoner moment where I was trying forever to try and get, you know, smallest needle nose pliers, magnet, whatever, could not get this key out of my lock so i had to end Dude, up Dude, my
2: weeds in there
0: <laughs> i had to yeah, end up getting tricky with it and and replacing everything that'll be my grow tip for the grow room guys make sure your, your grow rooms especially if you want to be legit on the legal side here in colorado are locked and yep. in a uh, confined space especially if you got kids around but either way it's just you know if you're ever visited for whatever reason it could even be totally unrelated well oh, what's behind door number three you're like Hold on, I gotta go get my keys. Everything's locked up. You know, start All right. off things on the right the right base. Mine's the green key. Yes. Go get the green key. So, man, I got in the, the grow room. You know, took down actually. I was, was during when I was sick. I was taking down this pineapple express. My my trim and help couldn't come over because you know I'm like, no, oh, I'm kind of sick, man. You probably shouldn't come over. So it ended up being not horrible, just one big plant on me, which still you know five six hours. And uh, then I was looking at, you know, two days later, I tried, well, I scoped the Island Sweet Skunk and it was definitely showing, you know, getting to the point where it was more ambers than I wanted. It was at one third for sure. So I was like, all right, this thing's got to come down. But again, man, I was like, I'm still not feeling hundred percent. And who the hell wants to trim a whole Island Sweet Skunk on your own when it's all, you know, that it's got a tricky three, three dimensional flower to it. If you don't know. Oh and- yeah. Very fluffy. And, uh, so, you know, like I said, I, I made the sparkly. decision, <laughs> I cut it, I cut that plant like into four, just huge chunks, biggest chunks I could get hung them up with all the leaves on because that plant's going to be extracted anyway, man. So I'll just come back through and take off the, the dead bigger fan leaves, which shouldn't be too hard. I'm just going to leave everything else on there, man. I think I'll be game. So that's, yeah. uh, first time I I've ever. That wax. that's the first time. And then I got one more. So the 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 Citrix is still hanging out itself in there finishing up as well, uh, but I got new genetics in man. I got some great grape a godbud from Alpaca Nug. I got a Fino, if you will, or I always. I mean, I feel like you're just trying to talk too fancy when you say I got a Fino f- of that. You know, I'm like, hey, by a- the way,
2: when people say Fino, it's just fucking plant.
0: I know it's that's what I was gonna say. Plant, I just got so. a plant.
2: I got- yeah. So when people say, uh, you know. There's uh phenochemicals, man. Okay. There's pheno hormones. You know, they're saying plant chemical or plant hormones. I ain't that big of a deal.
0: Well, this was my pick for one of my outdoor plants because oh, it's grapefruit crossed with BC Big Bud. This is over from at the bankgenetics.com. So
2: fucking wrong and stoned, man. I was thinking of the word phyto. Oh, pheno. Well, pheno is a variety idiot, of a plant, days. right? <laughs> yeah, phyto is what I'm saying. When people are like <laughs> oh, it's phytotoxic, man.
0: That means uh, it's toxic to plants, man. <laughs>
2: you know? Well,
0: so. the grape godbud has a yield of low, it's saying, 400 to 500 grams per 1,000 watt. You know, So if you get a pound out of it, you're doing good. Uh, flower time, 48 to 60 days. Now for outdoor Colorado, I like that. Uh, we need a shorter flower time. The growth structure is short and stocky, which can also be good for outdoor growers. And we got a nugget type of small to medium sized dense nugs. So it says it's grown for, um, you know, where's it at here? <clears throat> Excuse me. The shorter, uh, mostly effect, taste, aroma, being grape, God bud. And I should get purple coloration, I think, with the temperature changes, no problem. But uh, I'll let you know, man. This is one that if you find a really good pheno of man, that you'd want to keep it for the next time around outdoors because. Um, yeah, I'm stoked to get that going along with my flow and white widow crossed with big bud out there once the yeah. weather cooperate co- there you go as as once the weather crop co- <laughs> up um yeah this weather
2: sucks, man, you know making me now I miss Florida, man now I'd rather be hot man 30 something degrees in fucking may man
0: yeah other than that i just had to top down all my veg because uh it's the veg that's waiting to go outdoors and uh it's hanging out nicely though under the the power veggies man coming uh coming from hordelux with the uv i'm gonna make this sound full on commercial for uh our one commentator yeah, <laughs> anyway it's man. kicking dude. is, is it
2: phyto uv man
0: <laughs> yes but uh <laughs> so the bedroom's on hold i'm almost alternating where like i do i shut off four bulbs for half a light cycle it's like man i don't need my veg plants to do any better right now i need to put them outside because the container sizes they're in they need to be transplanted but i got to transplant them to freaking 40 gal which i have no room for indoor so anyway that's how things are rolling in my grow man what do you got going on
2: Man, uh, I'm actually playing around with you know who was it, man? I think it was Jake and Dr. Tom that started talking about root grafting and you know certain. He said putting you know a Gorilla Glue Number Four on a you know a big strong root stock like a Blue Dream root stock, and I was like, had me just had me thinking, man. So I started just you know I was messing around in my grow a couple of days ago, and. I'm not gonna grow the glass slipper anymore, man. It just takes too <laughs> lo- it just takes too long. Maybe it is, you know. I, I cloned it from from female, but it just doesn't tighten up the way that I want it to, man. I guess I think that uh, it's like fluffy bud, man. Kind of like uh, almost like the island sweet skunk is. Gotcha. And Did you yeah, say and fluffy? I, yeah, it's uh, a little fluffy, man. Uh, I don't. Way, I could not the way I, I grow it. Yeah, you know what? I wasn't able to get it to really hard nug up, man. So not, not exactly sure, but you know, just it, out of the, the, I always keep a mother. So this mother, I'm not too excited about. So I started playing with it, man. I went and took one of the Gorilla glues and I, well, first thing I did was I found like a little, you know, like a little armpit, a little notch in, in the, um, glass slipper. And first off, this glass slipper has the most insane, um, uh, root, like rootstock, and, and, uh. Branch, not branches, man. Uh, main stem, fucking huge, man. and just like look, like I said, it looks like a magic marker, and the vascular system, the amount of of nutrients that are flowing up and down this stem, it's fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's the one that I want to clone from, man. So what I was thinking of doing was just taking the clone and literally sticking it in the hole, you know. There's, the, you know, like cutting the cutting the stem off of the. Uh, uh glass slipper uh-huh. and just and just sticking the clone right in the hole of 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 the stem, man. So this is an idea I'm gonna play with. But for now I just kinda did the traditional root grafting and uh, not root grafting, but uh bud grafting where I just cut like a I think they call it a scion. It's ba you yeah, know, I just basically cut a piece into the it, into the uh into the side of the of the stock. Right? Yeah man, I did one- grafting back when I
0: was in horticultural school.
2: Yeah, I'm trying to think. It's right next to you. got to kind of keep it right next to the, um, there's this layer, a cambrium layer. It's like this layer between the bark and the inside, and that's where all the action happens. It's like the stem cells right there. And if you try to just cut the sc- the scion, you just cut it. Anyway, there's a whole sign. Sc- you can Google uh, bud grafting and learn the whole art of it. But, yeah, I, I went and I'm trying to do that with a Gorilla Glue grafted onto a, um oh a glass slipper rootstock, man. And I think we're going to start seeing that. Uh, I was actually talking to a botanist that told me that you could graft it to a tomato rootstock. They're they're similar enough.
0: Really? And, so, uh, what, I mean, what are you going to get there?
2: You might get... Uh, you know, Jamaican
0: tomatoes!
2: <laughs> oh, shit, man. You got me, brother. You got me. Yeah, but could you imagine all the work they've done on tomatoes, man? They've got these blight-resistant tomatoes, and um, it, basically what you're growing is a tomato that grows uh buds instead of tomatoes yeah. you know what i mean yeah. you're using that root stock that's fucking pretty crazy pretty
0: creepy man i uh, you
2: know what's creepy is when i was doing the research i found this uh like the plant of the year last year was the ketchup and fries plant which was a uh, potato with uh root grafted onto it uh tomatoes on top man so (laughs) you grow grow tomatoes and then when you're done you pull the plant up and you harvest some potatoes man i mean like and that's not genetically modified either man that's just freaking you know stem grafted or or bud grafted rather
0: yeah i'd be grafting grafting some cannabis on some habaneros that's what i mean spicy yeah but i mean
2: (laughs) i mean they don't it's not like the potatoes taste like tomatoes you know they don't they're interdependent of each other, man. You know, but I mean, that'd be pretty crazy if you grew tomato you know, on a potato rootstock cannabis or on a tomato rootstock cannabis.
0: Man, you're ruining. I, I want to have the hottest bong hit you can hit with dudes, habanero strain crossed with <laughs> that. would be nice. You get the pepper flavor off the hits.
2: All right, man. All right. In, <laughs> in your world, maybe so,
0: man. Who knows? I don't want to ruin. I don't want to be a ruiner, man word word well let's get let's get ready to get out of here put it in the bag man All and, right. uh, yeah we'll be back we'll be back friday and uh you know don't forget to hang out for this week in cannabis we got ross Rebladi hanging out
2: yeah hanging out with our, our, our gold medal buddy and gold medal winning buddy man yeah nah, that's <laughs> yeah. fucking. cool, <laughs> that's cool man that's was, that was a proud moment man dude gross show Growing up and getting some good guests, man.
0: That was awesome. Definitely. And, uh, yeah, Monday show as well. You'll hear a little bit of Jacob dropping some science. And take her easy, guys. Check out everything, dudegrows.com. And don't forget, uh, last supporter shout-out way to grow. Seven stores, Colorado. If you're a Colorado grower, go take advantage, man. Get a $60 Hoarder Lux, 1,000-watt HPS. Just say you want the Dude Grows bulb deal or just go hang out in the store, man. Check out all the shit they got. Get some good customer service and say, hey, what's up? What do you got, man? Give them a, test them out. Come in there with one of your craziest problems ever. See what the, Hell see what yeah, you can
2: do. man. Dude, I'm going to give a shout out to a couple of really awesome Recharge supporters, man. Some, uh, Recharge is now registered in Oregon. So I will be out there pushing a little bit. I'll be up in Michigan pushing. And uh, yeah, man, just wanted to say what's up to All Seasons Gardening down in santa fe new mexico as well as albuquerque man those guys giving us a ton of support as well as pacific coast hydro out there in california man uh everything's green up in sacramento area actually yeah, i don't know california so well but looks like sacramento to me man so <laughs> thank you guys so much for the support man i really appreciate it all right we'll it's, ma- it's making life fun
0: Keep on growing, guys. Keep your gardens clean and uh, burn down. And don't burn down your garden, but burn down yourself. And we'll catch you, and we'll catch you in a day. All right.